Inside the Cave now brings you the official store to get all things Cave Crush and Inside the Cave at CaveCrushShop.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Cave Crush and like our Facebook page, Cave Crush Shop. Hey, yo! Y'all ready? It's time to go inside the cave. Inside the cave. With CB. Joe Dirt. Big Dog Said. Cousin Lamar. International D. Cat and Belly Bell featuring Roland and Charles Heard. Inside the cave, mother. Neighbors and f me when they man gone. The kings of New York. I'm one of the few of those difficulties to come. It's gonna be funerals. You get a quiet spot in the shade for a grave. I get paid because I got murder for a 16. And I'm so much rich. I got a condo for a piggy bank. So much stash. I just laugh at your face. Throw a stack on David because I'm a pyro. Maniac for carriage with the rose gold. I was told by the OGs like my pops. If you can't whip their ass, turn it up a lot. Infamous up in this, you know how we get down. It's that Joe girl, she feeling our staff. We come through the spot real heavy on the waist. So when they wanna move, we put them in their place. Infamous up in this, you know how we get down. It's that Joe girl, she feeling our staff. We come through the spot real heavy on the waist. Wait, so when they wanna move, yeah. we put them in their place. Hey, welcome back inside the cave. Inside the cave podcast.com. You can go there now. It is being uh, renovated and refurbished, but it is a working site where you can see all of our past episodes and new links on how you can uh, download the show. What's better for your preference, whether it be uh, iTunes or Google Play Store or any other thing you want to go on. With. Inside the cave podcast.com go to that new website done redone again by mike so inside the cave podcast.com focus mainly on the show you can go there now cavecrushshop.com go there immediately we got new shirts on there now uh independence day shirts done by uh the man at three leaf films you can go there and also support tiana trump Make America Great Again, Tiana Trump, Inside the Cave, CaveCrushShop.com, go there now. I am CB at I'm the Real CB, and the joint you are hearing, if you're listening right now, is done by Prodigy Mob Deep. We were doing it first. I know all these guys are going to start using this intro, but we were doing it since 2015. Put them in their place, Mob Deep, put them in their place. 
I'll talk about that a little bit later. I'm CB at I'm the Real CB, and also with us is Joe Dirt. Everybody, I am back, and so is the Dirt. Dirt Sheets is back. What's your favorite Mob Deep song, man, or Prodigy song? Featured verse of all time, man. My favorite, um, Red ribs and hundred dollar bills. Nice, nice, nice. Also with us today, seasonal said he's back. What up? Oh my bad. I ain't supposed to introduce you first. I forgot. Summer season. No, I apologize. Hold on. Also with us today, he's a southern baby from Alabama. Big dog. I forgot. My bad. What you scared? You scared to do us out of order? Yeah. Well, these guys give me shit about that. I ain't no, these guys, we ain't got no fucking order. Dog will beat your ass. According to Joe, we got an order around here. So that's according it's to Joe. Not an order. I'm just. Now, wait, when you start listening to Joe, yeah, I've been listening he to Joe. He wasn't here when we uh, came up with that. <laughs> yeah, I was out of season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big dog, what's up, man? <clears throat> I don't know, man. What's up with it? You you heard of Mob Deep down down in Alabama? I know a little something about him. Yeah. What's your favorite Mob Deep joint? Uh, I like that survival of the fittest. It's nice too. Mm-hmm. Sid, what's up, man? What's happening, man? What's your favorite mob deep jungle all time? You know what? I got probably my favorite. Might might be shook ones, but the yeah. hardest, the hardest one, the hardest is Quiet Storm, and not even the remix. The original, the original Ooh. hardest fuck. People don't realize that it was the original version with just Prodigy rapping the whole thing. And a yeah, whole separate video from it too. You said that, and go back on what I said about us using this intro. You said that actually on episode three, bro. You actually said that. I remember you talking about that. Episode three said talked about uh, one of the best joints, Mob D joints. I forgot how we were talking about, but I remember you saying that. Also with us today, Rolling Three Lee Films, The Cleese Report. What's up? What's up? You know anything about some Mob D? For sure. For shizzo. And if you go to Three Leaf Films, at Three Leaf Films on IG, you can see a couple of my little uh, Prodigy shout-out video mashups. And uh, yeah. I just did one for that video that um, said just was saying, I 1,000% agree. Prodigy was that dude. Very, very underrated lyricist. And that shook ones. I love the little Kim verse, no doubt. Uh, but that yeah. shook. But that shook. Uh, I mean, that Quiet Storm, I'm sorry. That, that Quiet Storm uh, original was the truth. I mean, he he flowed on that something sick. Yeah, yeah. Prodigy. His whole album, his whole solo album, the H&IC. Man, that whole album, huh? Oh, man. Yeah, and, and it kind of keeping in line with what I do in my spare time, which is please report, Prodigy was also one of them free thinkers, man. When he came out solo, he really was hitting hard against the Illuminati, speaking about the government and all things uh, conspiracy. So peep some of that work, do a Google search and you'll see. We hey, might be bringing some of that up on uh, later episodes. Hey, Roland, they just said that he, um, somebody said something about he made some remarks about Pac and, and, and the elites. And then next thing you know, he was dead. That's what they're saying. I don't know. I haven't got a chance to I, I haven't I haven't done any uh I, I wasn't quick to kind of jump on the whole they took him out because he's been 
he's been pretty dormant. He hasn't re really been making a whole lot of noise since he uh, he came out with, with those statements. I do know that he has some complications from a sickle cell, which yeah. Dr. CB, if you look him up, he was this uh, world-renowned uh, curist with the herbal move, you know what I mean? And curing incurable diseases. And supposedly he had cured them of sickle cells. So there might be a conspiracy with trying to blame some things on that line. But like I said, still early in this thing, man. Let's wait for the reports to come out and then we can dig into it. I don't think there's a cure for sickle cell, bro. I, but that, I know and there ain't a cure for cancer. But like I said, if, if you do some research on Dr. CB, he there's been some some so-called real reports of him curing a few incurable diseases and when he died they were trying to say that he was taken out as well because they were tired of him curing people of diseases that hey, they're, they're holding the cures on that, that's real talk now i remember a guy telling uh telling us he was actually on the show last year and well he, he didn't say this on the show but he was saying that everything our bodies are set up to cure most diseases that and, and and it's all about detoxing and basically what we put in our system. He was actually telling me that you can cure herpes naturally. He said, you know, he, he believes in it. He doesn't believe in taking medicines and stuff like that. He said through natural cleanses and stuff like that, you can actually cure uh, herpes. He is. So I, I kind of believe it might be something to that. Stuff. Well, here's the well, here's the hit though. I, I don't want to go too far down this road. Let's go on with the show, but. Um, the body is very, very amazing. And, and there's things that the scientists will admit that they really have not figured out about the human body. The issue with that is, is that there's so many man-made things yeah. that, that kind of get us hung up. You know, they killing people like with these, shooting the babies with the whole, um, what is them things called vaccinations? Well, we're all test dummies here. Yeah, That's so you never know what, you know, the food, um, what they got in the food, even the stuff uh -huh. that we eat and, off and, of. And I remember Big Dog saying this, you know, shit, the money is in the, uh, what'd you say? The money's in the medicine. The money ain't in the cure. Yeah, right. Yeah, the money in the treatment. Shit, the government, yeah, the government's the biggest drug dealers ever. You know, they're gonna Absolutely. always put some shit out there to keep you coming back. Well, man, I lost an aunt man to sickle cell about a year or so ago, and I got some cousins that um, live with it also. Yeah, it's something serious, bro. It's a pretty tough disease. You know yeah. that chick from TLC got it too. T-Boz. T-Boz has it, yeah. I couldn't imagine that shit, man, because I heard that shit like just takes over your body, man. When I hear in the way they describe that shit, I'm like, oh, I couldn't even imagine what that, man. Hey, but uh, but let me get, let me get uh, before we get started with the show, I want to tell everybody, because I know there's going to be a lot of people trying to use this intro, how we used, started the intro. I heard this beat. And I was like, man, where I heard that from? I couldn't remember it for nothing. And the crew, Joe Dirt, D, Cousin Lamar, and Veli, they were uh, in Vegas. And I sent, and I was like, Veli, man, what is this song I'm looking for? And then he finally, he finally, I was like trying to imitate the song, the instrumental. And he's, oh yeah, that's Mob D. And that's how we, we've been using this since July of 2015. No, we don't have permission. We don't give a fuck. We're gonna keep using it. So yeah, that is our mob beat. That's off that blood money, right? Hell, hell if I know, that's it. Yeah, I think that's off, that's like 2006. Yeah, that's, that's back when they first joined G-Unit. G-Unit, right, yeah. yeah, yeah, man. I thought it was a that dope was actually thing. a nice album, bro. Yeah, I thought it was dope and it kind of fits us perfectly. And hell, for the most part, a lot of people thought it was really <laughs> our theme song. And hell, 
it is our theme song now. Shit. Yeah. yeah, it was when I first came on the team, I was blown away. I didn't even realize what the beat was, and I'm supposed to be a hip-hop guru. It, it threw me for a loop. I had to ask. <laughs> yeah. I got to give it to you, CB. That, that, that shit, it rings hard. Well, once again, uh, R.I.P. to Prodigy, hip-hop legend. Now that we got that out the way, let's get into this. Kill yourself and start over. <laughs> the first segment, the A Block. Kill yourself and start over on Inside the Cave. We got you. <laughs> nah. I got the Drewers the Philando Castile trial. Oh my God. Didn't put that damn police officer that murdered Philando Castile in jail. All them they kill they got damn self and start over. He should have very at the very least went to jail for reckless discharge of his weapon. Man had his daughter in the back. Right. You know what I'm saying, well, if you'd have hit the, uh, his daughter in the back seat, what he let off like seven or nine shots into the damn car? Like Ten shots. That's ridiculous. Flimpy ass police officers they got going on now. Yeah. Jurors who fail to do their job, they can kill themselves and start over. Crazy. That's it. You got sit, uh, big dog. I'm gonna pick it back off, Joe, man. I gotta go with the uh, the NRA. They awfully quiet when a man gets killed for doing something that they fight for. But I guess you can't do it if you're black, right? That's what it seems like. Okay. That's what it seems like. Very, very quiet. Yep. Well, you got sit. Yeah, they, they, they stole. Well, I mean, that's, that was pretty a popular consensus because that's been in the news. Having, but I got some a little off the beaten path here. Uh, a man, Fargo, North Dakota, got stabbed to death by a chick while he was doing, having a threesome. He refused to switch positions. And so the chick got mad and stabbed the man to death. So I want to get her to kill yourself and start over for killing my man. Hey. I don't know if that's kill yourself and start over a precursor to the dirt sheet, but that's some fucked up shit. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what's funny women, is bro. that a, a joke immediately comes to your mind until you realize, man, somebody lost their life on that. Yeah. <laughs> how you stab somebody, how you stab somebody in the threesome? He even lazy position. as hell. I, man, I stabbed his ass too. Man, shit. Are you caping again? I forgot. My fault. <laughs> Who you got rolling? Oh man, so so many options, man. It, it, it's been a crazy week for me. Um, you know, I got some family stuff going on, man. So I'm a, I might be a little hyper emotional, but I, I, between both pages that I'm running, it seems like people have lost their sense of humor. And I think that people that use social media and get in their feelings deserve to kill yourself and start over. I'm gonna need y'all to relax. I'm gonna need y'all to not try to dictate what other people do with their pages. If people want to act a fool, let them act a fool. If people want to joke, let them joke. Why are we as a society with this social media man so hypersensitive? Listen, some things are out of line. Some people step over the line, but man, Jack, can we get a sense of humor back, please? Great point. Great point. Man, you know people be uh, false flagging on on social media, bro. And it seemed like uh, they think everything they see is is real. You know what? 
But I got, I got, I, you, you so right. And that, and that kind of lends me to uh, an, another kill yourself and start over. I'm going to give it to um, the Harvey. No, no, I'm going <laughs> to give Steve Harvey a pass. I'm going to give him a pass right now. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit Benny Boone. I think it's Benny Boone, the director, yeah. director of the Tupac movie. Yeah. I'm going to give him a kill yourself and start over. Now, wow. Here's, here's the thing. I'm, I'm prepared this time. I'm prepared this time. That's so, <laughs> so, so what I what I want to say is is that you can't make a movie, mess up, and then try to clean it up after it's all the ship's already sailed. Pause. Is there was there really an iPhone in that movie? I heard no, no, no. I I think that's a joke. No, no, no. Seriously, I keep hearing that some. This is from like multiple sources. That no, this that was a joke, man. Yeah, they're using. They're all using the same source, and it's it's oh. like one of those um. Like the they, onion. How, yeah, like the onion. What do they call that satire? Because now I do remember this. Not to cut you off, Roland. When I went to see Muhammad Ali movie, I was at on the Oprah Winfrey show. It was a dude with an Emma Smith jersey on. Uh, in the in the in the arena while uh, Muhammad Ali and George Foreman was fighting, I do remember that. Shit. I don't know if they fixed it by the time it hit the the big theaters, but I do remember at the screening I was at, it was a dude with an Emmitt Smith jersey. But that's, a, but that's an easy mistake. There's actually uh, what they call, I think it's called a, like a, a contour director, someone who makes sure that everything with the movie is in line with what they, you know, the error and stuff like that. So um, oh. it's possible, even if there was an iPhone by mistake like something in the background or something. But they was clowning them by saying, no, he was, I, I, you know, Pop was using the iPhone, like, come on. But no, but what, what, what gets me is, is that it seems like to me that people who didn't live in the time that Pop lived, it's that this is a bad movie. And people who have, who just heard of Tupac is loving it. So uh, it seems like I've read, I read a couple reviews on it. And a guy came at me and said, well, if you, you know, we'll always find an excuse not to support our own. I said, well, the, the director, I mean, the director was black, but the writer of the movie was white. The film studio that's coming out is white. And the people that's making the money is white. So how are we not supporting our own? I said, it's just like any other movie. If you read the reviews and you ain't feeling the movie, you don't go see it. It has nothing to do with black and white, man. If it's a bad movie, it's a bad movie. And I'm insulted that Benny Boom is trying to clean it up by saying, well, we wrote the movie with some parts that we felt Tupac wanted to be. Well, then that's not the truth. It's, it's not a biopic. It's fiction. Well, you know, you know, they ain't going to follow every single solitary thing to, to, to the script. Oh, oh, did you go see it, Roland? To a biopic. Roland. No, I'm not going to go see that trash. Okay. Right, you know it's trash oh, 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 fan. Oh my God! What, didn't I just preface my comments with <laughs> just with you? Yeah, but you you sound so strong about it. Just because some you read somewhere else, didn't you just say everything on the internet ain't real? All the comments ain't, ain't necessarily the truth. False. Everything on the internet is. Real. I've heard from some from some entertainers that were from that era that say they actually liked it. They say certain certain stuff about it could have been a little better, but they're not giving it nowhere near as um harsh of. Um, critique as that shit you're seeing on social media. I'm not even oh, talking about social media. Like I'm talking about legitimate reviews. I'm not talking, I'm talking about legitimate people who aren't slamming the movie just because. It's legitimate people that say Birth of a Nation was garbage. Yeah. 
Who you got, D? I see you here. Who you got this week, brother? I don't know, man. After listening to this fool, man, I feel like giving it to him, man. <laughs> hey, man, I, I got to say this, man. Have you ever, like, read Men's Health or anything like that? Oh, my God. Have you ever read any of these, like, you know, like these critics, they talk about like, all this food that's unhealthy, right? Oh, right, right, right. Got yeah, right. and they say it's terrible, but I bet y'all asses still eat that shit. Uh, no, that's not true. I'm telling you, man, you can't believe everything everybody say. But anyway, man, I want to get my, I want to get my, my kill yourself and start over to the, to the British government, man, for that, uh, those, uh, that, that, that Grenfell Tower out there in London, that had, um, high rise that burnt down. So, you know, this is like, it's like the projects. Imagine like, you know, you know, State Street back in the day. They done told these people they were going to refurbish these, ha- this, this, this towers or whatever. Yeah. And they were going to put all this flame retardant stuff on it. And then they decided later on to buy the cheap shit and put the most uh, flame, you know, not uh, not resistant, but uh, shit that's going to burn up, whatever, on there. Flammable. Flammable. Thank you. I'm sorry. I can't speak right now. Thank you, Sid. But they don't. They don't. They don't. They don't spend all twenty. They they dropped the the budget, or whatever, and they they built this uh, this refurbishment, or whatever. And now this this place done went up in flames and killed over seventy something people. And then like the response to it was terrible. They saying like, oh yeah, we had like five people die. And the whole damn building don't burn the fuck up. Mm. And they just they they could care less about it. They not they not making any kind of move about it. And you know why? Because these people ain't got no damn money. Because these people are minorities. You saw what happened in Manchester, and then that shit just went. It went through the roof, and we got we got uh, concerts going on, and everything like that. But these these people down here in the city, with no money or whatever, no response. These people don't have nowhere to go, and then they just went doing nothing. Now all of a sudden, they want to make a move. So my 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 my, my kill yourself start over goes to the government for that. Be careful with that British government, man. I heard they some motherfuckers, boy. They know worse than ours. What can the government do in that situation? Well, the government is the ones who spent the money on that, on that, on the uh, to fund on the refurbishments. Oh, that was actually funded by the government. That 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 is in low income housing. Damn. Because I gave my kill yourself and start over to the owner. I thought there was an actual owner of it. Okay. Well, obviously you gonna have management. Mm-hmm. But the funding for that actually comes through the government. Okay. Oh well, that's even fun. That's more fucked up, then, man. Yeah, yeah I didn't that's really that. Because if it was an individual owner, can you imagine the kind of heat? Well, they're they trying would... to. They're trying to. That's the, that's why you know it's fucked up with the government because that's they're trying. They're trying to put. They're trying to levy charges on on somebody in the management saying, "Oh no, right. they they changed the funding." No, buddy, y'all approve that. That's mm-hmm. fucked up, man. Real talk. That's fucked up. I get it now. That's fucked up. Yeah, yeah bringing the bringing the facts. Let me end it on a lighter note, man. That's fucked up, man. Because I'm just thinking, like, that, that's really fucked up. All right, let me give mine to Al Sharpton. I don't know who got his cell phone, <laughs> but uh, somebody need to get him. I don't. That dude look. Say, give me an Al Sharpton joke, man. That dude look terrible. What is wrong with Al Sharpton? Man, I'm yeah, just, that nigga out there, bad, man. man. I wonder what. what what made him do that? I mean, he steady put posting pictures. Like he think he, he think he looks sexy. Man, man, he like a kid with a new toy. <laughs> Dude, man, oh, he really. Need I want to know where he got that cake cutter from. I want him in to. That one picture. <laughs> I really want him to kill himself and start over, dude. Like seriously, like 
Alright, then also I want to give it to Faison Love. Faison Love needs to uh, stop dry snitching. I don't know what he's getting out of trying to say Snoop should have. Like, look, man. Look. What's going on with that? He's saying that Snoop could have prevented Tupac from being killed because he's a crip. And look, man. Yeah, I heard that. that, that stop it. Please stop yeah. it. That shit was 21 years ago or 20 years ago, man. That's just stop it. Stop it. Stop it. It's ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous, man. Also, I want to give it to Perry Williams from V103. Uh, Chris Rock said uh, in one of his stand-ups said, Black folks always want credit for some shit they supposed to do. I ain't never been to jail. You stupid motherfucker, you ain't supposed to go to jail. So Perry Williams said that congratulated Chicago for going 23 hours without a murder and saying and make, making it seem how much of a big deal it was and then announced that that ended because somebody did a suicide murder uh suicide homicide on the dan ryan or something like that brother just stop it who who, who congratulates a city for not, for going 23 hours for not having a murder like is this where we're at now we're congratulating the city for going 23 hours without a murder. Like, this this is where we're at now. Like, Perry Williams, whoever told you to, to say that on V103, you and that and your uh, director needs to kill himself and start over for that. All right. And with that said, that is kill yourself and start over. I guess I'll see you next time. All right, let's get into this, man. We only got a couple of them, uh, emails and complaints. Got an opinion? Let your voice be heard. Want to change the direction of the show? Talk your sh. Tell us how you really feel. I might just say how I feel. Listeners feedback with Cousin Lamar on Inside the Cave. I'm just going to read them, but they said that. Uh, I'm glad D is here because he's pretty much the subject of all this. This is uh, emails and complaints. All right, this is from Cheryl. Uh, Cheryl says, what's up with the International D guy? Not sure if I like him. Is he someone that fills in space when the normal guys aren't on? The fat shaming is unnecessary, and what kind of name is International D? This is from Cheryl. All right, can I respond to Cheryl? Sure. All right, so, so Cheryl, how much you weigh? Okay, hold on. Uh, let, me, let me read the other ones first. No, 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 no. Let's share. Let's share. I mean, uh, how she gonna come at me like that? I'm not the one that fills in. No, I just I'm not able to come on all the time, Cheryl. So I'm here, and I'm here to call out people like yourself, probably. Obviously, you took offense to what I said. So if you took offense to what I said, then you probably one of those ones that was showing up out there. They had no business being out there the way Save you were supposed to. You got, you got some more. Save your, save your breath. Another one. All right, this is from, this is from Nina. You guys are too intense during the sports talk. I thought that was supposed to be Charles' segment. You guys just took over. CB, you forgot to edit again because I heard International D call me an Uga. I don't know what woman hurt. I don't know what woman hurt him in the past, but cl- he clearly has issues. Okay. Hey, you know what? Hey, she right though. You know it was a Uga that got to. Me. It was a couple of them that got to me. You know what? That's why I leave him there hell alone. And you know what? I'm talking about some uh, what got to me, but that's not what got to me. It's it's a combination of y'all. You need to get your shit together. If I'm calling you out, then you need to look at them things. Let's reassess yourself and get it together. 
These are just these are just the statements. If, if Joe Dirt is in the house, yes they can. Hey. Yes, they can. These statements. That woman ain't no lawyer. She's about as much as a lawyer as I am. Please remind me to edit that. No, hell no. Yeah, I'm with I'm with D on this, man. She couldn't get a dog out of the dog pound inside, man. Come on, man. Shit. She could talk her way out of empty room with a door. Talk <laughs> 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 about man. Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah, practicing lawyer. What's she practicing? And these are just uh, these these reflections do not re- uh, reflect uh, internet. Uh, I'm stuttering, motherfucker. Your mouth over there gets dry. <laughs> Damn, so I'm gonna explain this shit. Can I edit this? What the fuck? I am gonna edit. Now I gotta work. CB, All ain't right. none of us gonna need her ass to be our lawyer. Trust me, unless we try you know to she's go to back on the show, right? What? You no, know she wants to come back on the show, right? She ain't Remind doing nothing else. She ain't practicing law. Tell her, tell her we can have a. Girl, you a shit starter, man. Hey, CB, yeah. CB, hey, what's wrong with Rolling? Can we do like? Can we? Can I have a segment when I do like a Uber of the week, and then that's when she come in? All right. All right. Uh, last two, this is damn y'all wrong, man. Hey, she's still coloring her hair with Kool Aid. <laughs> All right, man. Look, Another one, Lance. Man. This is from Lance. Uh, the rap tune was on point. Big dog can't go wrong with Scarface. That's from Lance. Another one, Troy. Y'all went. Y'all went at it the whole show. Dirt sheets was predictable. Once you said Joe wasn't going to be on, I knew you were going to do that story. Pornhub. I thought it was an interesting story. All right, that was emails and complaints. Dirt sheets were kind of dry last week, man. Yeah, well, it's only one Joe Thank Dirt, you. brother. That's why you don't do the segment wing. You embarrassed. All right, man, look bad. All right, let's get to this international D's Uga of the week. It's time for international D's Uga of the week on Inside the Cave. Floor is yours, Daniel. Hey man, so as I wind down this 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 marvelous three weeks I've had in America and getting ready to head back home and everything, I I'm 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 gonna stick to my trend, man. You know, I've been in these streets down in the south now. I'm in Charlotte now and man, it's just ratchetness everywhere. You can't go nowhere and it's just it's just everywhere I go is Ugas and you know what? It's time to get back to Europe. It is time to get back to Europe. So yeah. Some of that you, know, you know the jokes, you know the the, the, the all those memes y'all see about Walmart and shit? Yeah. They need to leave Walmart alone because that's starting to be everywhere you fucking go. Yeah. Everywhere I go, it's the same shit. It's it's like 19-year-old girls rolling around in these hover rounds with with goddamn big ass hoagies in their hand. <laughs> but they they teenagers and shit. So, I mean, I don't know. It's, and then, I'm not going to lie. I've been eating good since I've been here. But you got to be able to control that shit. These people around here, they just, they just, they nasty, man. And then they got like three kids following behind them. What I've been eating. <laughs> not the same diet you want, Joe. <laughs> no, buddy. I know where you're going with that. But no, no real talk, man. I just... <laughs> 
I, I don't I don't have a specific Uga. I, I could give the Uga of the week to my sisters because they've been doing some ratchet shit themselves. Yeah, give it to Danielle for me. Give it to Danielle for you? Yeah. No, nah, she, she called you out, buddy. She called uh-huh. you out on her. But yeah, she ratchet as hell. I just heard her cuss out my mama this week. She got the Uga for that. <laughs> you ain't got no shame. You put all your <laughs> hey, you want me to edit this, man? Man, no, it's all good. Dude. She was like, my mom, my mom, like, my mom be trying to like call people out on the slide, right? She be like putting people business out there on the low. And she be like saying shit under her breath and shit. And then yeah, it was just like, if you shut your motherfucking ass up. I was like, oh shit, time to go home. <laughs> Time to go home. So yeah, my family, man. They I, when they start climbing, it's time to go home. Don't act like y'all ain't got them ratchet ass families too. CB, just because you who ain't? I ain't got no ratchet family. <laughs> 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 see, see, hey, for all our listeners, everybody can see my face right now. If y'all knew CB family and this shit, man, right. Lord have mercy. <laughs> They, they special. That's all I'm gonna say. They special. Uh, all right. Seg- so this segment over. Yeah, man. I ain't got. I ain't got nothing. I just want to give it to. I, I got to give it to these folk in America and the, and the shit that's going on wrong here, man. The way people raising their kids. I see why the NFL talking about some get out and play thirty minutes or whatever the hell they is doing last year. Folks ain't. Folks ain't. They ain't working out. It ain't working out. These kids. They. They not. They not work. Shit, my own kids over here eating all this shit. I can see them getting fat. I'm like, oh, hell no. It's time for y'all to get back and get back to eating some bread. Bunch of fat black women walking around Walmart pretty much, huh? Stop it, man. Jeez. It ain't just Walmart. And I told you, Joe. I keep trying to tell y'all. I keep trying to tell y'all. Black women like that, bro. It ain't just black women. I'm not the one calling out black women. That's y'all Joe doing did. that. Joe did. What he said? Yeah, no, nah, he didn't say that. See? <laughs> he just said, nah, he said that. That's what he said. Hold on, hold on, Joe. Joe, we want to go there. You the one sending videos of me drunk and dancing with Ugas and shit, trying to call me out. What color was it? I was colorblind at the time. I was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Is this segment over? You tell me, moderator. Stop breathing so heavy into the mic, too. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Boxing Man, I don't think it's I don't think it's working. <laughs> Me either. All right, oh no it. no no no! I got one more thing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, did y'all see that picture of CB when he was like taking that picture and his stomach was like hanging over the table and he was licking Nikki ass? Was that like the <laughs> Madame Toussaint or something? Toussaint. He was he was eating some wax ass. He was eating some wax ass. <laughs> Come on, CB. I'm going to add you to my Uga of the week, man. Dude, come on. Work on that belly, bro. Brother, that was five years ago. <laughs> oh, was it? Yeah. Damn, you still look the same. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm done, bro. I'm done. Look better than you. Hey, man, you can't, you can't log off. You got to be on the whole show, too. I got to be on the whole show? Yeah. And yeah. don't tell your mama. Right. <laughs> yeah, you yourself a start over there for telling your mama on us. Okay. Alright. That was International <laughs> Dean of the Week. Thought provoking ignorance with special guests and cave crush interviews. Inside the cave. Now that's how you podcast. Inside the cave. Are you enjoying this episode of Inside the Cave? Well, get your ass up and rate us on iTunes. Inside the Cave Podcast. 
five stars or kill yourself and start over. Get the latest in cave fashion at cavecrushshop.com. That's cavecrushshop.com. Follow Inside the Cave on Instagram at Inside the Cave and at Cave Crush for the hottest women on the planet. Like Inside the Cave on Facebook, Inside the Cave Podcast, and follow Inside the Cave on Twitter at Cave Crush. Inside the Cave. Thought provoking in-ring guy talk with special guests and Cave Crush interviews. Wanna hear a hot take? It's time to go around the cave. Got anything, Joe? Yeah, I do. Go ahead. I had a good rant going earlier, but since it's like late on in the day, now I'm kind of tired. So I'm going to try to break it down to a second. Uh, I was going to start off because I was listening to uh, Michael Dick this morning. He was on uh, Mike and Mike. Mm-hmm. He, uh, doing something with the um, football league. Every time I hear him on a, on a show or something, as soon as he go off, you know, they bring up the dog fighting shit. Yeah. So my thing was like, to sit here and talk about my big dog fighting. You know this only one minute, right? Yeah, I know that's why I said I have to cut it down, cuz. <laughs> but then, you know, it comes all the way back around to like Philando Castile and Tamir Rice. Cops out here shooting and killing black men. You wanna rail against Michael Vick and throw him in jail. Fighting a dog and killing a dog. Not saying that people don't love their dogs. <laughs> Comparing a dog's life to a human being's life. When you got police out here murdering black kids and black men and black people. Well, that's, what, that's where my rent was going. Uh, it's just the fact that hey, America is fucked up. America is fucked up. Yeah, I'm gonna leave it at that. Big dog. Yeah, I'm gonna pass this week, bro. Say it. Be careful, everybody. Be careful. Be aware. Be aware of your surroundings. Be aware of where you where you going, where you at. People you surround yourself with. Just be, you know, pay attention. Be be aware and be careful. Well, <clears throat> I think I'm gonna go a little philosophical. Oh shit! <laughs> right. Talking about the again, um, My as as I as I reflect on the death of my uh, 98-year-old grandmother. And as I told the show maybe a week or so ago, not having a relationship with my mother, um, I'm reflecting on who I am and who I'm trying to become at 45 years old. As we deal with relationships and conflict, do we point the finger or do we self-evaluate? I believe that this country is, is, is in a time where uh, we have all this vast technology <clears throat> and we have windows in the people's lives that we didn't have 20 years ago. And as you try to look at other people's lives with reality TV and on social media, <clears throat> people start to believe that their lives don't matter. So as you get into relationships and this conflict that I'm speaking about, you have to ask yourself, what can you do to become better? And what can you do to fix the problem? Don't always look to somebody else to solve it. 
Jackson. What's up, Roland? You 45? I thought you were like 59 years old. <laughs> International D, you got anything for around the cave where you did got all your rent? I, I think I pretty much got out my rant. I, I I could give a rant about the whole, you know, Bill Cosby getting off thing. Please, you know. yeah, we need to hear that. Go ahead. You got a minute. All right, man. Like, so I... I... He in Cat's basement. <laughs> <laughs> I think we lost international beat. If nobody want to hear that shit. Mine is about the damn judge who kept, who kept pushing and pushing the jury. You got to start over. Start over, man. You got to start over. We didn't get none of that. Say that again? Start over. We didn't get none of that. Oh, I was in the elevator. My bad. <laughs> Go ahead, man. Can you hear me? So, so the judge, the judge sat there and threw the... Hey, man, skip this shit, man. <laughs> Just skip it, CB. <sighs> All right. Well. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll it, go to my son. It ain't the facts. Hey, man, I need you to get to. I need you to get to a place where you what? Know, you go, we didn't get. We didn't. We ain't hearing you, man. I need you to go to another place, man, and sit down, sit still, and talk. Best to steal. <laughs> I get the bomb and chair. I mean, go on to the next next thing, man. Come on. All right, here's mine, man. Uh, this past weekend, Father's Day uh, was celebrated in America. Bill Cosby is, is a <laughs> Thank you, D. All right, here we go. Uh, this past weekend, Father's Day was celebrated once again. And uh, instead of focusing on the good fathers in America, what we did, it's like Father's Day, unlike Mother's Day, has an asterisk behind it. You know, we only talk about, we take, we say, Happy Father's Day, but. Like on Mother's Day, anybody can be a mother. If you're an auntie and, no, and don't have no kids, Happy Mother's Day. If you're a single woman, don't have no kids, but you, which somebody loves you, happy Mother's Day. But on Father's Day, everybody gets treated like shit. I mean, it's always happy Father's Day, but somebody gotta say, yeah, to all the to all the men that really handle their business, but if you ain't doing nothing, fuck you, all this. I mean, <laughs> go down social media, and all you see is the most negative posts and the negative tweets, <laughs> negative responses about Father's Day. I mean, it's like it's a joke. Uh, we got 364 days to talk about all the deadbeat dads. How come on one day can we just say something positive about men, about fathers for Father's Day? It doesn't make any sense, man. I was going to read some of the posts, man, but D wasted up a lot of our time. But I mean, some of this stuff was just ridiculous. So next year for Father's Day, can we just focus on the good guys like Joe Dillard, Ron Rico Monroe, Cedric Sillum, Roland Slade? Courtney Blackman and Charles Hurd. And that is Around the Cave. All right, let's get into this. The Big Herd Sports Update with Charles Hurd. The Big Herd Sports Update with Charles Hurd on Inside the Cave. Hurd, I see you in there, brother. What's going on? How you doing? Hurd, 
What up? What's up? What's up? What's up? All right, man. The floor is yours, man. Hey, uh-huh. before he before he starts, I would like to give a sincere apology. Yeah. For the reason. Yeah. What happened now? Well, I heard that shit on the last episode. Like last, last week. <laughs> Writer Inner said that we was totally out of control. We took over your segment. Yeah. Oh no, you guys are good. As soon as you start this talking, I'm putting mine on mute. Floor is yours, sir. You, you, start now, man. It's your guys guys show. It's y'all show. It's y'all show. <laughs> you the guest. Let's get into it, Herb. I was waiting for Shut the fuck up, Roman. That's I want to, but Charles was talking. Shut the fuck up, Roman. All right, Herb. Go ahead and uh, let us know what's uh, happening. Shut the fuck up, CB. Let the man talk to. <laughs> oh boy, you guys are funny. Uh, no, man. I mean, of course, you guys know that the the draft is, is coming up, and a bunch of the rumors that's going around with all the players that's going everywhere. It seems like every day something new is coming up. But I think one thing that uh, that came out of today that I was, I was pretty shocked by was that. Um, President Obama was eyeing a team to actually uh, be a part owner in. Um, uh, of course, if you guys look it up, you Breaking guys can see that. The one, the one thing that you guys didn't see in it is that he's eyeing Jay-Z to be a part owner with him um, in the team. So um, it looks like they've been eyeing this for a while. Uh, nobody really knows what team they're actually looking to try to go after, but uh, I believe that would be a big move. Um, I'm sure Chicago won't let the team go, but no. it'd be pretty good to see, see what, him uh, trying to do that. Well, well why don't we stop with what, te- what teams are even for sale? Uh, I heard the place. Well, I tell you what, the NBA really does it. They do a great job um, in not allowing um you know, l- allowing that news out there, like what teams are going to be up on the market or anything like that, because they go through a really, really um, rigid process of who they want to own a team. I mean, you know, I, I remember bringing up uh, once before about how they did Michael Jordan and really didn't allow him to get full ownership. They took him through a rigid process in doing it, but the president of the United States is a little bit different level when it comes down to it. So. Um, he's living in D.C. now. He just bought a house in D.C. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if, if he's going to do something in the D.C. area or if it would be somewhere like uh, if Michael is going to try to help uh, you know him out and he has part ownership in the Charlotte Bobcats. So I wouldn't be surprised to see that or if the New York Knicks uh, was to give up uh, something over there. But you never know. Think uh, the Brooklyn Nets will sell less. Yeah, I did hear that. I tell you what, I mean, you gotta you gotta remember that's, that's that team there is kind of like a hobby, and Jay Z don't want any part of it anymore. Uh, I mean, he had a, a small piece of ownership in it at a point in time. I can't see him going back and trying to get another piece of the ownership. Um, this this is not going to be full ownership. It's only going to be with a group to get a partial ownership in a team. So you have to you have to look at not the ownership leaving currently, but just getting a percentage of uh, of stock that they own there. And before you move on, be, I thought Jay Z would be out because he had to leave the Nets because of his, um, you know, his little uh, company. 
sports uh, agency. Yeah, because he had an agency with it. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, Sid. Um, no, I heard, heard it said, I got a question for you guys. I never bought into that guy, man. Uh, the, the owner, the, that Russian guy, man, for, for the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, it, 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 I want to get your guys' honest opinion on that guy. Was that guy not the biggest mark that ever came into the league? That dude came in and said he doesn't care about spending. He doesn't, hey, the, 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 the checkbook is wide open. It any any owner that talks like that, I mean, he set himself enough up to fail. Am I the only one that felt that way about that guy that he never stood a chance of winning? Well, you never stand a chance of winning if you don't understand how to win, and which he clearly didn't. And he didn't surround himself around the right people that knew how to win. He had Billy King in there. He made all type of mistakes in the office. So it's not even his mindset that made me think that he wasn't going to succeed. It, uh, as far as spending go, it was his mindset of winning. You don't know how to win. How can you win? When you come in here and right away your first year, you want to make a super team. Come on. Nah, man, he was a billionaire, so you can't say he don't know how to win because he had to win. It's different levels of winning. I mean, just because you're a billionaire in life, I mean, you're going to be a winner and running the basketball team. That's two different, well, two different ways of putting together a, a level of success. Okay. And then the other, yeah, and that, that's a good point. And the other point to make with that is that TB, he's not, listen, it's a different thing when you're a billionaire and you're playing against people that have thousands of dollars or whatever like that. But he's a billionaire playing with other billionaires or millionaires that yep. own teams. So it's not something that they haven't seen before. I mean, he's coming there with a new franchise. He's throwing away all this new money. Um, it was more publicity, more more of a stunt um, when it came down to it. He wanted that building to be built there um, because he makes a bunch of revenue off of, um, of concerts that's always... I think they were booked for the first three years. You yep. couldn't get a date there. Uh, fully booked black concerts and everything else that's coming in. So he most definitely made money off of it. It's just the fact that, like, I mean, you guys got to really think about it. Like you just said, like, if you don't know basketball, nothing's going to help you understand basketball more. You know, if you, I don't care how much money you got, if you don't know the sport, you can train all day, you can spend as much money as you want to, but if you don't understand the sport, it's just not going to help you at the end of the day. I believe, you know, all these guys, all these owners are guys that, it's just like the NFL. They have, this is a hobby to them. It's not something that you get into it to make money. You already have money. It's just a hobby. It's saying that it's the pride to say that I own an NBA team. It's the pride to say that I own an NFL team. It's not something that you get in there and say, I'm going to make another billion dollars doing it because it's never going to happen. The NBA is not been going up it's been going sideways until you sell hey Herb where would Paul George be at by the time this episode is uploaded on Friday <laughs> I tell you what I mean I would love to say LA um, it looks like everything is trying to shape up for it I, I, I would say he's probably going to stay um, I, I would think he's probably going to stay in Indiana and, and then go next year um, but I mean it the way that everything is moving nowadays, man, it's crazy. <clears throat> I, I don't know if I don't know if you guys heard about Magic going out to uh, the Ball's house and uh, and and doing a private practice with him. So Magic's doing uh, accommodating different ways just to try to make sure they got the Ball kid locked up, and then they try to work towards um, trying to get George. The one thing about George is that. 
the Lakers do know that they're a front-running team when it comes down to having George in their pocket. So um, why waste a pick now or why waste a lot of picks or a lot of uh, the people that you have on your team to try to go get him when he knows when he comes up to free agency that he's going to come to your team anyway. Yeah, because you're going to end up just like uh, the next one, Carmelo. That's the biggest mistake <laughs> Carmelo made for in their hand. And they're going to they make that same mistake with Paul George. So. He got the whole team for Melo. The yep. whole fucking team. He showed up and wasn't nobody there. You know, wasn't nobody there to play with. Now he's crying and ready to get out. Jeremy. Is there any chance? Is there any chance that LeBron leaves Cleveland? Yes. Next year? No. Next year. I, I, I think. I next tell you year. what. I mean, here, here's the thing about Cleveland. I want you guys to really kind of look and dissect everything. First of all, they haven't renewed the GM contract in 12 years. Mm-hmm. Never. Every GM he had, he's fired after the first term of them having one. What a um, <laughs> LeBron. Le- LeBron, for sure, loved the GM that he had. Um, I love somebody too if they did I, everything I told them to do. <laughs> or the, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But but the one thing that you have to remember in a player like this, in LeBron, is that first of all, the relationship with the owner has not been the best. He came back for a second reason. His mama didn't even want him to come back. His right. mama didn't want to move back to Cleveland. His mama didn't want to get anywhere near this team again. He had to talk everybody to get back into Cleveland. And then she gets smacked in the face like this again. I'm telling you this much right now. When LeBron leaves, Dan Gilbert will sell this team. The reason why he will sell this team is because he will not get support out of anybody else. And nobody will go there. Nobody will go there. Can you give me a disaster? It'll be a disaster. Can you follow me with this one? Now tell me if I'm crazy, because this is my... This is my game theory with uh, with Griffin leaving. I think LeBron is extremely happy in the inside that Griffin is gone because Griffin leaving has opened up the door to give him an out. It's going to be so beneficial to LeBron if they get Chauncey Billups to hire him to be a GM, no experience, don't know anything. And it's going to be even better if they do something stupid like trade Kevin Love for another player. If I say try to do Paul George to try to convince him, all they need to do is not win a championship, and even if they do, that's LeBron's way out. All he had to do is say, I came back, I told y'all I want to bring y'all the championship, I did it. I would love to stay, but this owner, you know, I came back to play for him. He got rid of the GM. He brought this guy here with no experience. I don't want to finish my career like this. He brought this guy. He traded. Paul George don't want to stay. He going to L.A. Now it's going to be me and Kyrie. Where he gonna go then? I don't, I don't know where he gonna go. I'm not gonna get into he, the he going to LA thing. I, I really don't know. But this, this was the perfect scenario for LeBron because now he's got a legitimate reason to leave after next year and go somewhere else. And now he won't be the villain. Dan Gilbert will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, when you really look, when you really look at it, you're, it makes perfect sense in what you're saying. Um, and that could be a perfect scenario. When it comes down to it, LeBron, the one thing I can say is this. He did what he said he was going to do. He brought a title to Cleveland. Um, no matter if he leaves or whatever, you you can never say that he didn't. He brought a title to a city that was hurt. You know, uh, that was hurting that, that was hurting for, you know, a, a title or, or some type of uh, shadow to be cast on, on top of them. And, and that's, that's what he has. Now, one thing I can say, whatever team he goes to, 
it's going to have to have a, a GM that's pretty soft, which is not going to be the Lakers, because Magic is not going to have it. Because when you look at the Cleveland Cavaliers, he made his one of his good friends get on the coaching staff uh, for the Cleveland Cavaliers. His agent took two of the guys on the team and got them ridiculous contracts. Yep. He's going to want the majority in it. So he basically was running the team, but Griffin was there because he, he had some type of uh, entitlement in it. He got some things out of it, but I can tell you this much. It's going to shape up. I will watch and see where Griffin go, and then that's a possibility that LeBron James will end up there. That's well, how close the friends they were when it came down to it. So let's ask this question now: Where you think Griffin gonna end up being? And I think it. Uh, I think LeBron won't have a problem going to play for Magic or playing for Jerry West in, in uh, L.A. Wherever he go, he's gonna go somewhere where he trusts the front office. If he go right, to L.A., you he know he's not getting no. He's yeah. not calling no shots over Magic and Rob Palenka. But yeah, he know that, but yeah. but he also know that they're gonna lay him out, lay him out the right way, and put right. all the pieces around. He's not gonna have to worry about doing that job. Yeah, and I think the reason why he acted like that in Cleveland is because he didn't trust that management or the yeah. owner. He had to yeah. call the shots. But if you go to a a, a, org, a well-run organization, he ain't gotta have that problem. He can probably hold on, sit hold on, hold on, hold on, he's not, hold on, hold he's, not he's not doing he's not he's not doing that again because he had pet rallies in Miami. That's it, where it, I was going. He's not he's not gonna do that again. He's he, not gonna he, do that he got to the finals four years in a row with Pat. Pat had him the best team no, in the no. NBA. No, I, I get. I listen, yeah, and you're totally right. And I believe Magic will give him the best team in the NBA. The one thing with Braun, and he, he doesn't mind going to. He thinks that anywhere he goes, he can create a team and be be a final. Uh, it, it should be in the finals or being deep in the playoffs wherever he goes. And he's probably true when it comes down to that. The one thing he doesn't like. Is for somebody else to say no to, and when you have a Pat Riley, when you have a Magic Johnson, when you have a Jerry West that can say no to you because they have clout and because they've been in your shoes and because they were great players, that's what he doesn't like. Um, so when Pat did Riley he, didn't did he can't leave Cleveland, for lack of better terms, he he can't leave no, Cleveland. Where else he gonna go? Yeah, where, where he, he gonna go to play for a competitive he, team that he can run the show? Nowhere. Well, you got to think exactly. about it like this. You got to think about it like this too, though. He can go. He can go to any team and bring players in. He, I mean, who who doesn't want to play with one of the best players in the NBA? Yeah, okay, then why, I mean, then why Paul George ain't asking to get traded there so he can sign an extension to play yeah, with? Him. You can stay where he's at then. Yeah, but he he's not. I don't think he's staying in Cleveland. I don't think he's gonna have one problem at all playing for Magic Johnson. Or Jerry West, it's, it's a difference when when he you can say what you want to about him playing for Miami. Pat had him in the finals four years in a row, and he won two out of four. How, how can he argue with that? You. But he, that's the reason why he left. Pat didn't give him no power he though. Does. But but when he had he the does. power, look he at does. the mess Cleveland in now. They got no cap space. They he went to the finals and got whacked four to one. They won that one finals, but let's be honest, if Draymond when they got suspended, they probably wouldn't have got that. Let's be honest, LeBron ain't no ain't that great a GM. Look at the players he got. Richard Jefferson, Channing Fry. They couldn't even put Channing Fry on the floor in the finals. They couldn't put their wins on the floor in the finals. LeBron, somebody, he needs to be told no. Say it. Slow down. So what are you saying then? He's going to go. I think he's going to go someplace with a good GM, with a good front office. He's not going to go to – and let's break it down. Let's find the good teams. I don't think he'll go to Boston. I don't think he's not going to go to the Warriors. I think he will go to the Clippers. Or if he could play with uh, 
Chris Paul. He can play a mellow pie. I think Melo will be for agent in the year two. They could play the old the all thirty five and over team by then. He'll go to the. I think he'll go to L.A. Think about him going to L.A. I think, you, well, I think you're missing it though. You're missing the big thing. What, what about right now? He's he's selfish. What about the coach? What about what the about, coach that he respects a lot? What about the coach that he respects huh? a lot? He'll go he, play. If, what about the coach? What about the coach he respects a lot and CP3 loves and thinks that he might go there? How about San Antonio? Yeah, he, he, he loves Popovich. Everybody loves wants Popovich. to play for a team like Popovich. So. CP3, okay. he is. That's bullshit. is really close to him. That's, that's all that's talk. His, that's a. Uh, I, I mean, that's a team you have to look at. But stop and look at this, though. Now, just, now, I'll hold you to this. If he want to play that bad, he'll opt out and he'll sign this summer. And he's not going to leave that money on the table, so he, he don't want to play that bad. He can't opt out this summer. He can't opt out this year. No, no, he can't. Yeah, he can. No, he can't. He can't opt out. He can opt out next year. He can't opt out this year. Yeah, 2018, I believe. Well, we'll see. If he if he hold true to it, I don't, I just don't think I don't think LeBron wants to go somewhere where he's not in control. I, I, he fired three coaches or two coaches, and and T. Lou, um, Teron Lou, does he really have any power in there? And the GM that was there that just left, he was a puppet. He got none of the credit and got all the blame. So and then he's also a ball centric six five point guard. Technically, who is? Who's 6'5"? Um, LeBron. Hey, man, you, I want you out the basketball right. conversation now, man. You you null and void in here. 6'9". But I know what you're saying. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm revoking your right to talk right now. 6'9". But the point is, is that he controls the basketball. So how can he How can he be on the floor with CP? How are you going to be on the floor with anybody controlling no, no. the ball and the ball movement lead? LeBron ain't getting another championship, man. I love him to death. All he, I'm saying is that you said that he can go to all these places. All the places that you named is not conducive to LeBron's game for the last five years. Okay, so you don't think he can go play in L.A.? Play with Brandon Ingram? Play Brandon Ingram? Lonzo Ball? LeBron uh, wants the ball in his hand. All right. Hey, uh, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you this one point real quick. I'm going to say this one point. He is not going to play with Lonzo Ball. I didn't think yeah, that's one thing I'm telling you right now. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's one thing he cannot yeah, he cannot stand the ball. I mean, he he he, he just can't. He is a he's a like. Well, I can't say he doesn't stand the person. He doesn't stand the brand and what it is. What he don't like his dad and how he, his dad. Absolutely. But you gotta you yeah, gotta absolutely. separate emotion from business though. But Man, and I agree, with you. I, agree with you. I agree with you. I agree. I agree with you. One hundred and ten percent. I agree with you. One hundred and ten percent with that. But most of these players in today's game, they can't do that. That's mm-hmm. what makes them. I don't know. He played with a lot of West. other players. Well, DeLonte so, West was a good friend of his for a while until he started playing with his Until until other things went down. Hey, heard. I got a quick question for you before we wrap this up. Uh, Dwight Howard is traded. Is uh, you think he's a Hall of Famer? I think he's a mark. I think he was uh, over. You need to find a new word, man. This, you you can wore a mark out, dude. 
It's my catchphrase, brother. No, you don't catchphrase. You start saying it with her, start saying it, man. Oh, my God. Call it Cow Hurt. Cow Hurt. Not I Hurt. Cow Hurt. Stop lying. Stop it, man. man come on, man. I've been knowing you over 20 years. You ain't I'm never said the word fan. Mark. I'm a wrestling fan. Mark is a wrestling <laughs> word. Man, Mark, Mark been around since the 70s, man. Go on here. Listen, listen, to a rest, listen to our wrestling podcast, bro. Anyway, Hurt, what, what's going to happen with Dwight Howard? I do. I, I mean, it, listen. It was so. It's so hard for me to to really kind of compare him and say he's a Hall of Famer because he didn't play in the league when centers were in the league. I mean, it, it really wasn't the center center position was kind of fading out when he uh, when he kind of really came to his own. And um, I think that's why Atlanta got rid of him is because it's well, he can't shoot free throws that well. You, know, you got to have a jump shot. You got to you got to <laughs> shoot three. You got to shoot threes now in today's bad uh, in today's game. And so, he like, said he's going to start working on his three point shot. Can you believe that? He said he's going to start working on his three point uh, shot. This man came in here. That's free. why they let him go. That's why they let him go. <laughs> you know, you know the right problem. The right problem is in his mind he think he had came Elijah but realistically he just another uh, DeAndre Jordan. Block shots, grab some rebounds, and you can't uh-huh. shoot free throws. But there's nobody for him to compete against anymore, you know? I mean, it's really not. Like, all these guys, you really got to – so, even in the defensive-wise, he's getting lost. He's getting lost between the three-point line and between, you know, right before you get in the paint. Because, really, in today's game, when you're looking at it, that center has to move out towards the three-point line. And we all know this. Like, if you go out and somebody's athletic enough to shoot a three, he's going to blow right by you and go to the hoop every time you come out. And you're just playing five on four whenever it comes down to it. So, it's kind of hard to say if he's a Hall of Famer. I say no. his numbers show that, I would probably say that his days in Orlando, um, he probably, I would say he was very, very good. And he would have been... Um, a Hall of Famer if it was more centers there. I can't really yeah. say he is right now. If he were how many time, How many good years? Let me quick how many good years do you think Dwight really had though? He up through his whole career where you could really say, man, he was at the top of his game. How many years? About four years. I would probably say, yeah. I would say five. I would say five. Yeah, I say about I would say five years. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. and, and yeah, the I thing mean, about you saying when he came in the league, it really wasn't no centers. I mean, I can't I can't fault him for that. That might make the argument even more as to why he's he not a, a Hall of Famer. You don't have a lot of competition there. You still you can't dominate long enough. Four years is decent, but I mean, he's been in the league since he was, what, 18? Yeah. He almost, what, how old is he now? Yeah. And you only have four um, good years? He, he 30. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, truly, I truly think that he was going to retire at home, though. Um, do I think he's going to do well in Charlotte? Probably not. If I was him, I'm going to be honest with you. If I was him, I just will retire now. Nah, <laughs> you better I mean, collect them checks, bro. Nah, first, no, no, no. Man, he, 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 needs, he needs to find something else to do, man. Really, he does. He, I mean, if Shaq can be on TV... Dwight Howard could be on TV. But don't nobody really no, like it, Dwight it, it, like it, that. He could have been uh, if he would have stayed in L.A. He had all that set up for him. But, uh, he, nah, he's a, he's but staying in L.A. would have been the worst thing for the Lakers, though. Been the worst Dwight's thing. He's a pretty good commentator, though, man. He's a pretty good commentator. Yeah, people, I, I, I get the vibe. People ain't really, really rocking with him like that. Because he, he just seemed like a cornball version of Shaq. Like, he everything he kind of mm-hmm. put off is like the, the, the trash version of Shaq. Hey, you know what said? That's crazy because somebody told me that you're the you're a cornball version of CB. 
That's a lie. <laughs> hey, I, I, I don't want to be no version of CB. I don't even. I, I don't even want to be a good version of CB. And there is no good version. <laughs> I got a question for you, right quick, Herd. What you been hearing about Jimmy Butler? Great question. Oh Jim. man, that's a that's a great, really good question, question because um, the the one thing that I I was telling um, one of the guys here is that Jimmy Butler, I, I guarantee you, he's not going to be a bull. And I was surprised that D-Wade came out and said that he's going to go ahead and take that money. Even though a lot of people say, how are you surprised that he's going to take that much money for one year? When D-Wade came, he said, the one person that I don't want you guys to get rid of is going to be Jimmy Butler, unless I will not resign. Um, so I believe Nick's that Jimmy Butler, time. of course, is so, yeah, yeah. I think I think that Jimmy Butler is for sure going to be gone. Um, even though he said that he don't want to go to Cleveland, um, either he's going to be in Cleveland or he's going to go up with Tibbs and join him. Um, he he really did like the way that Tibbs um, uh, coached him, and he was sad when Tibbs left. So um, those are the two spots I would I would project that Jimmy Butler is going to be at. He won't be a Chicago Bull next year though. Boston had the best uh, package deal for him with the uh, draft pick. Yeah, but it's, the Chicago Bulls are like the Chicago Bears. If it makes too good a sense for them, they won't take it. Yeah, so that's that's. I mean, that's that's the type of team that they are. I think that'd be a mistake for Boston to take Jimmy. If they take Jimmy, they're not going to sign Gordon Hayward. I kind of would rather have Gordon Hayward than Jimmy a little bit, especially with the way they run the offense. Jimmy ain't that great a three point shooter. He a good defender, but. And he a ball stopper. Ball stopper. But I thought it would be traded for him, then they'd be able to get going Haywood in the uh, in free agent. But they played the same position. You can work around that. You can stick Jimmy at the two. Uh, yeah, I guess. Hey, good I, enough I, don't know. I like Jimmy, but Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy do a little bit too much one on one, and I don't, I don't think that's going to flow too good with the Celtics. Yeah. Right. I, I like Jimmy, though. All right, thank you, Mr. Hurd. That was the Big Hurd Sports Update this week, and I'm sure he'll be back next week to let us know the results of the draft and everything else. Follow Inside the Cave on Instagram for more thought-provoking ignorance. We repost, you decide. Now you feel freer than you uh-huh. Oh, y'all niggas killers now. Oh, uh, catch you coming out your fucking crib, nigga. I break bread, ribs, hundred dollar bills, pill on the cotties and other four wheels, write a book full of medicine and generate mills, tore the album, only for more sales, we used to catch those on the block with crails, now it's paid shows, promoters post up bills. Sign deals only if the math is real. If we can't match numbers, then you can't have the head nigga in charge of shit. Live nigga rhymes artists, pardon. P dub shines regardless, remorseless. Haunt niggas like poltergeist. My vice for a get like that. Just think twice before you move on it. Put jewels on it, who want it? Loose niggas make the news when we start forming. Snatch stripes off a nigga's uniforms often. Doing a bad shit, Delph. Your way out to jurisdiction. Why niggas bullshit on the grill? I don't fuck around, Dunny. It's most real. I keep it though, nigga. The Southern baby big dog is turning up. Back up on, let me back up. Go, go. My niggas bullshit on the grill. I don't fuck around, Dunny. It's most real. I gave birth to your whole style and fail. I do it fail. 
to hold my dick in public. Cock blower, duplicate rap cloner. This man, you do it live on stage for Dolo. I smack niggas like you, smash niggas by the tools, grab niggas by the throat, show them proof. Rhymes cocky, crazy ill, mad rowdy. Did a buck off of my shit and rap to Audi. Temperamental, I snap quick, very touchy. And yo, my attitude is all fucked up and real shitty. I rap like no one out there can fuck with me. You feel different, niggas see me. I throw a TV at you, crazy. Bitches say, P, you crazy. I'm pain in the ass now, but fuck you, pay me. I'm no shorty, nigga, I stop your glory. I'm a third street nigga for real. You just applaud me, avoid P, man. Take your baby mom's advice. I'm nothing sweet, ill with the guns. You pay the price when you see me in the street, soldier. Salute me, you just a groupie. Oh, you gangster, you shoot me. Who gives a fuck, really? I miss my nigga twin, kill me. So I could join the rest of my force up in the heavens. You rap niggas make me laugh, y'all crazy ass. And I don't give a fuck what you sold. That shit is trash, bang this. Cause I guarantee that you bought it. Heavy airplay all day with no chorus. I keep it dull, nigga. Big dog with the country rap tune. Turn it up. Alright, that was Big Dog's Country Rap Tune of the Week Let's get into this, uh, no cat this week So we're gonna do this Big Dog's Outhouse It's time for Big Dog's Outhouse on Inside the Cave uh, this, this is from Anonymous uh, She just sent this in, Anonymous uh, I'll read it just like this And uh, you guys let me know what you mean. Does a woman's stock go down if she lets you hit it raw? Meaning, do you lose respect on some level? Does your answer change if you both agree to be tested for STIs and HIV prior to sex? Now, I don't know what a STI is. I know what a STD is. I never heard of a STI. Sexually transmitted infection, I think. Hmm. Been out the game a long time, brother. Never heard of an STI. But uh, that is uh, the question for Big Dog's Outhouse. Big Dog, you go first. Uh, does a woman stock go down if she lets you hit raw? Not necessarily. It probably depends on how long they've been kicking it, I would assume. You know, I'm going to be honest with you, lady. Uh, once you let a man hit, period, raw, protected, your stock done went down because the whole point of it is the chase. That's all it's about is the chase. We can give a damn about the, the, the last the last results. The orgasm is for y'all. Because once we bust that nut, we threw it. I'm serious. Until we need to bust another. Yeah, pretty much. And then we'll and we'll take the first thing that we see. So yeah, your stock already went down, uh, lady. Really that had nothing to do with protection or <laughs> STIs or HIV, whatever else you're talking about. Once you let a man hit, your stock already went down. We on to the next. <clears throat> uh, I'm, I'm not living that life no more or ever, but I'm just just telling you what a friend told me. So I wouldn't say that they stock dropped like that just because you hit it wrong. You never know where uh, that may lead to. What if you have a baby? Uh, I know some guys. Uh, that's what they do. I'm not gonna name any names. They, uh, they like to have sex unprotected. So, I don't know. It all depends on, I guess, kind of like Dog said. You know, 
what type of relationship y'all got? Nah, I'm just keeping the 100. Your stock already down. Once you take, there's a lot more that's going to determine her stock besides just the sex. Yeah, based on sex, your stock already went down. If that's all you got to offer is sex. We was already through. Yeah, if this is just about sex, like this is on some. Yeah, I just met you and we about to. You don't let me hit you. You let me hit it raw. Yeah, your stock gonna drop. Yeah, but you know what she's saying. They've been together long enough to um have a conversation and agree to go get tested. So evidently, they've been kicking in a while. Mm. Some type of mutual respect is there. Yeah. Mm. Rolling. I think I'm gonna go. Philosophical once again. Go ahead and save him, bro. Let's save him. Nah, um, here's the thing. All right. She can be, um, her stock can lower based on the man that she met. So if you're in a circle where I always say, be who you are. Um, before I got married, I dated a woman and it went about 20 days. And she legitimately, I'm not lying to you, she came to me and said, listen. I can't do this. I've been trying to be this woman that I think you want, but that ain't me. I'm a hoe, and this is what I do. Damn. I got to respect that. You got her number still? Just for anybody. <laughs> I'm sure you can find it. Jeez, wow. What a great lady. And get that right off the wall. What a great I'm... lady. Rolling. you sure know how to find him, huh? <laughs> Indeed. I, and I, I've, I've met some straight up no chaser. That's will give it to you raw like that, that are just comfortable with who they are. Wow. So if you if you a young lady that, that gets in, now me, I believe you save it and you know you find your husband and all that other good stuff. But since that ain't this type of show, I'm gonna just give you the real facts. If you like to be out there like that, then that's what you do. But it, the, you have to make sure that the man is willing to still value you, whether you had sex with him or whether you let him hit it raw. The crapshoot is, is what happens when you find that man who can wait, will wait for a year. As soon as he hit it, he gonna step on you, just like he intended to from day one. So the wait, you know, that's that stupid book that Steve Harvey, oh, make him wait 90 days, foolishness, man. Listen, I know some patient brothers and I've been one of them. And if your intent is to hit and split, you are gonna hit and split. So you just gotta make sure the man that you meet is going is valuing you Pass your your cat and pass, you know, you know, like dog said, if they're talking about getting tested and all that other stuff, I don't see how hitting it raw would devalue you. I think that if he was meaning to devalue you, you would be already devalued. Yeah, y'all, she already was. Uh, heard you got. Yeah, I tell you like this, right quick. Uh, ain't no patient dudes. I mean, if he waiting, he hitting a bunch of other chicks while he waiting to hit you. Oh, absolutely. Uh, can you prove that? <laughs> Can you, can you prove that? But, but what I mean is he'll play the game. He'll do the, you know, if it, if he's valuing hitting it, he'll wait and then look at you and be like, um, thanks, see ya. Heard, you got anything on this? Nah, I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't even believe you asked them. Yeah, I got to stop that. Anonymous, I'm just going to go all in and just tell you, look, if you, whoever's uh, saying this, trust me. You already, your stock already went down from the moment he laid eyes on you. It had nothing to do with sex. All he wanted to do was hit in the first place. So don't worry about it. Your stock can't go no lower than it already is. All right. That was uh, a <laughs> big dog. You want the final word on this? Or? 
No, I think we just said enough on that one. Okay. All right. That was Big Dog's Outhouse this week. Please feel free. Hey, check this out. If you're following us on uh, on Instagram, we got a text option as well. So you can text us or email us uh, anything. Emails, complaints, and Cat's Corner or Big Dog's Outhouse as it is today. All right. Haven't done this in a while. Now it's time for our favorite part of the show. Tell me something, Joe. Got dirty headlines, nasty stories, freaky tales. It's time for the Dirt Sheets with Joe Dirt on Inside the Cave. What's up? The Dirt Sheets is back. Going to church. Got a story about about a clerk being a being a clergyman goes wrong. Pastor trying to walk on water gets killed. in Zimbabwe was reportedly eaten by crocodiles. He tried to recreate the biblical scene of walking on water. <laughs> Jonathan Methwa attempted to perform the feat in a body of water nicknamed Crocodile River, known to be infested with reptiles. He is said to have walked about 100 feet in when three crocodiles started attacking him. Oh, man. According to the Daily Post, Deacon, one of the deacons of the church, said they finished him in a couple minutes. All that was left of him when they f- was finished eating him was a pair of sandals. <laughs> also quoted saying, still don't understand how this happened because he fasted and prayed the whole week. Mm-hmm. Emergency crews reportedly arrived 30 minutes, but it was too late. Damn shame. Damn shame what happened to the clergyman. Now, hey, CB, I got a question for you. Yeah, I got an answer. Do you think that this uh, pastor listened to Jesus walks before he tried, <laughs> attempted to walk on the river? <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Why am I on the phone with y'all? <laughs> Hey, Herd, do you think crocodiles prefer white or dark meat? <laughs> uh, oh, boy. Oh. I knew it. I see. I knew, I knew y'all was on this bullshit. I should <laughs> never stop eating. I should have never did it. Oh, when I heard the crocodile, when I say, when I heard the crocodile, I was like, man, I'm, not, I'm just going to stop eating. Because I know it, it's it got to be something else. Oh, man. That is a dirt sheet. A pastor tried to walk on water like to walk on water. Man, who writes this? Off trying to turn water into wine. Man, who, who writes this stuff, man? I mean, gosh, that, that's one of the craziest stories. A pastor trying to. All right, man, that was the dirt sheet. The dirt sheets by Joe Dirt. That, that, that was a good one too. Hey, uh. Oh, to, to continue on to my around the cave that I said earlier, I think we should move Father's Day. I want to set up a proposal to move Father's Day to Super Bowl Sunday. That would be That's great. right. Father's Day should be Super Bowl Sunday. It's no, it makes no sense to have Father's Day in June. Father's Day should be Super Bowl Sunday. All in favor, say aye. 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 Hey, you guys, what's a what's a five star restaurant in um in in uh, Chicago? Give me a big oh. name. Well, according to Joe Popeyes. Yeah, Popeyes is five star. All day, every day. Give me, a five, give me a five-star restaurant. Like Morton Steakhouse. 
Morgan Steakhouse. All right, I seen this. I seen this meme because I couldn't. I couldn't think of the the restaurant that the guy said. But the meme said, "For Mother's Day, I took you to Morgan Steakhouse, but for Father's Day, you want me to barbecue ribs." Yeah. That's the story of our life, right there. Yep. Yep. That's why I said. That's how I go. That's why I said Father's Day should be Super Bowl Sunday. Exactly. I agree with that. Man, get rid of it. We got to do something. Trump, if you listen to the show, Trump, we got to do that, man. Make America great again. All right. Uh, make sure you go to cavecrushshop.com. Get yourself one of those Tiana Trump uh, shirts. Make America great again, Tiana Trump. And uh, go also get the, uh, for Independence Day, we got Inside the Cave flag shirts. Go there and get that. And more shirts are coming. We got a Big Dog shirt coming and a, uh, and a Joe Dirt shirt, signature shirt. Dirt Sheets and Chill. Coming soon to Inside the Cave. So, hey, do me a favor. Subscribe to that website. You can go on there and subscribe to CaveCrushShop.com. And you will be the first to know when new products are uploaded to the site. All right. That dirt sheet shirt on, you two can walk across water. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, man. Hey, want to get, once again, let me give a shout out to uh, everybody who didn't make it. Uh, Mike, uh, Cousin Lamar, uh, International D, shout out to Valleyville, wherever he's at. Uh, shout out to Valley, man. That's all I'm going to say. Shout out to Valleyville. Miss you, bro. Come back soon. Big dog, get us out of here. On behalf of the guys at Inside the Cave, want to thank y'all for tuning in. And we'll catch y'all last next week. Thank you for listening to Inside the Cave. Inside the Cave now brings you the official store to get all things Cave Crush and Inside the Cave at CaveCrushShop.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Cave Crush and like our Facebook page, Cave Crush Shop. It's all fucked up and real shitty I rap like no one out there can fuck with me You feel different, niggas see me I throw a TV at you crazy Bitches say, P, you crazy A pain in the ass, now, nah, but fuck you, pay me I'm no shorty, nigga, I stop your glory I'm a Durham Street nigga for real You just applaud me, avoid P, man Take your baby mom's advice I'm nothing sweet, ill with the guns You pay the price when you see me in the street Soldier, salute me, you just a groupie Oh, you gangster, you shoot me Who gives a fuck, really? I miss my nigga twin, kill me So I could join the rest of my falls up in the heavens You rap niggas make me laugh, y'all crazy ass And I don't give a fuck what you sold That shit is trash, bang this Cause I guarantee that you bought it Heavy airplay all day with no chorus I keep it dull, nigga Inside the cave Inside the cave Inside the cave Inside the cave You're on the number one show, Inside the cave Three Lee Films.